Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's good, y'all? How are y'all doing out there? Welcome to A1 Sports Politics. Y'all know what it is. It's the best show on the West Coast. You know, on the West time right now. It's at the R right now, A1 Sports Politics. And I had to get to y'all. I got to get to y'all because it's only right. It's only right that we get this A1 Sports Politics out the way because we got a lot of stuff to talk about in a way. You know, like I, like I just mentioned not too long ago. I will be talking about some things that I'm going to double back on. I'm going to get a little more research on because it's a lot that's going on right now. It's a lot that's going on right now. But I'm going to let y'all know what we're talking about on today's show, on tonight's show. You know, um, and this is, this is man, you got to want all the smoke right now, you know, and that's what it is. And we'll be talking about the AFC and the NFC Championship game. I, I got to cover it. I still got to get to it. I, you know, we got to talk about that because... It was a hell of a, man, a hell of a, hell of a um, weekend of football. Of course, we got to talk about um, Brian Flores, the, you know, everything that's going on with him, the lawsuit. Flores, like, man, respect to him. That's what we're going to open up with. And we got to talk about Tom Brady. The go has retire, retired. He will not be returning next season to the Bucks, to nobody. He'll be returning, you know, to his family where he's, Man, the dude done spent half of his life in the NFL. Come on now. We we can't ask for nothing more, you know, and that's what it is. We've got some new hires around the NFL and still scratching our head about a couple of other hires. Like, why, what's going on? You know, and Ron Flores, we, we most definitely got to talk about him. So, y'all stay tuned with some more A1 Sports Politicking. And, hey, enjoy the show. Let's get it. Yo, 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 what's good, baby? Hey, we back with some more A1 Sports Politicking. Like I said, A1 Sports Politics at the hours right now. Now, if you don't know, on the West Coast, we're the best coast. And, you know, and you come get all the smoke, you know. Anyway, right now it's 11 p.m. out here. 11.06 to be exact. And I got to talk about, you know, Brian Flores. We all know that Brian Flores was the head coach for the Miami Dolphins, right? And I just re I remember just waking up, just checking my phone and seeing that he got fired. And I immediately went to my Facebook and my Twitter and posted, this is some BS. Because I felt like it was some BS. This is a guy that lost, that, that won out. He won all the way out. He beat, and he beat the Patriots. He got history of beating the Patriots. So, you know, for him to come out while he's still searching for a job, to come out and, and with being so fearless and filed a lawsuit against the NFL about discrimination of black coaches not being hired, I felt every bit of it. And if you, you can't do nothing but respect it because it's obvious. Right now, we only have one current black coach in the NFL right now. Only one. And that's Tom Timberlake. I mean, that's Tom Timberlake. That's Tomlin. That's Coach Tomlin. All right, Mike Tomlin. And that's the thing. That's the problem. And for Flores to come out and say that the owner for the Miami Dolphins was offering him $100,000 for every game he lose. And this been going on. So, 
how do you really respond to that? And where's the integrity at? That's the thing. When, when, when it's a big business and all this stuff is going on, it's it's hardly integrity in there involved. And for Flores to really hop out there and want to be heard, you know, knowing that he putting this whole hiring process in jeopardy, it is it's really not like like it's not a way that you cannot respect that. It's not a way. And three teams that he's targeting as far as discrimination. The Miami Dolphins, who got rid of him for no apparent reason. They had no reason to get rid of him. The Giants, who's a team that was out without a head coach. They fired their head coach. And the Denver Broncos, same situation. Now, if 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 it's Brian Flores, who's coming off a pretty good season, didn't make the playoffs, you know, was having quarterback issues and stuff like that with a really young team. And he just, you know, lose his job just that easy. It, 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 make, it makes it like, come on, you know how we say make it make sense? It makes a lot of sense. I know the NFL came out and said, you know, basically none of that is true. They're, you know, of course they're going to try, they're going to cover their behinds. But come on now, it's making sense. Like I said, we got one black head coach in the NFL right now. You hear me? And he's a hell of a coach. Hell of a coach. He haven't had no losing season. He haven't had a losing season at all. So we understand that. But even I remember just talking about uh, Mike Tomlin not too long ago. About teams saying that he should, um, well, the media saying that he should take the USC job and all that type of stuff. I remember all that stuff. I was just talking about it not too long ago. But he's safe over there in Pittsburgh. But... Come on now. It's 31 more teams. Where are the black coaches at? So I'm a, this is one of the main subjects I was talking about when I'm gonna do when I said I'm gonna do some more researching because it's all gonna keep coming out. It's all gonna keep coming out. And I'm gonna get back to y'all on that. But from my opinion, I take my hat off to Brian Flores because he's doing what some won't do. You know, you see the Hugh Jackson's and, you know, other black coaches coming out saying that, this, you know, similar situation. They just didn't come out. So, for Brian Flores to come out and be a leader fearlessly, respect him. And I, I and, and I wish him luck in his, you know, in his process. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that's just how we're going to open up this show. Because, like, like, I'm, like I said, it's so much that's going on in the sports every single day. There's no way to cover everything. But... That right there has to be talked about. First thing on ESPN when I wake up this morning. Whoa, I, I get the t I seen it yesterday. Whoa, on my phone. Oh my goodness, I gotta look into that. I got my boy Reds calling me. Yo, man, you see what's going on? Yeah, I see what's going on. I just haven't had enough time to tap bases on it. But I'm gonna tap them bases because, hey, yo, he hit a home run with this one. And it must respect to him. And he's also he like I say, he's in a hiring process right now. For the Saints, for the Texans, if one of them hire him, that'd be great. But Flores said in one of his, in his letter in his statement, he said, "You know, I know I'm I'm putting, you know, this game of football in jeopardy that I love so much. So we'll see what happens." And I was talking to one of my old heads the other day, like, "Yo, I mean, not the other day, but today, like, do you feel like he'll get another job? Do you feel like 
he can come back and coach in the NFL. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm talking about the NFL. He college. He can go college. College going to accept him, but the NFL. You know, because we all know the NFL. He got his history of not being the brightest scene behind the scenes, and that's what I'm talking about. But yeah, y'all. A one sports politics. At the hour, we will be. I will be talking more about this situation, and because Ao, it's a lawsuit, so it's a process, and we gonna get. They gonna get down to the get down of it. Best believe that. Best believe that. But um, stay tuned with some more A one sports politics. Like I said, we got to talk about the AFC and the NFC championships. Hey, it was a hell of a hell of a playoff run. Hell of a playoff run. And um, you know, the Super Bowl is coming up, so that's what it is, man. Y'all stay tuned with some more A one sports politics. Hey, whoa. Yo, 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 yo. Now we back with some more sports politics. How y'all doing out there? Yo, now we're going to start with the NFC Championship game. Hell of a game. Oh, my goodness. I eh, Hell of a game. I'm I'm his NFC championship, championship game, a.k.a. the Rams Super Bowl. They finally beat the, their divisional rival, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. A team that been whooping on them. Like, they beat them six, six, the last six meetings. The 49ers got the best of them, you know, and this is the NFC Championship game, but like I said, it was really like the Super Bowl because the Rams have lost six straight, you know, six straight to one particular team, and the Rams been pretty good the last few years, you know, so obviously, they couldn't beat the 49ers until it mattered the most, and so, you know, it happened in the NFC Championship, it just happened to be in the postseason, when it mattered the most. My bro, my bro, Ramson, right? And he always stated, like, we can beat everybody in our division except the 49ers. It's the 49ers. Well, this came out, Chaway, you know, and the slump is over, bro. O V E R is over. Now, before going into this game, I thought the Rams' main priority was to stop the run. That was the main thing because the 49ers is one of the best. Ground and pound teams in the NFL, if not the best. I know my Eagles, you know, broke some records as far as having the most rushing yards, but it's something, it's the way that the 49ers run the ball. They're the best I've done seen run the ball. And I'm talking about against my, even my best, my own team. Like, I think the 49ers run ground and pound game is phenomenal. I kept saying they have to stop the run. I was even, I even got to the point where I was questioning the greatest. The greatest defensive player of this era. Big 99, Aaron Donald. I was questioning him. I was saying, yo, he's a dog. Yeah, he's a big dog. But why he can't stop the run? Like, why they can't stop the run? He's on that D-line. So, my eyes was on him. You know? Because, and, you know, the two teams, they just previously met not too long ago. And the last time they met, the 49ers ran for 135 yards. Not only that Jimmy G outplayed Stanford, neither the two happened this time again, though. Because, like I said, the previous game, the 49ers, they, they ran all over him, and Jimmy G outplayed Matthew Stanford. That didn't happen this time. It was just like, it's the playoffs, and it, it, this is when it all counts. The Rams did a great job at stopping the run, though. They did a great job. They, only, they held the 49ers to only 50 yards. Shoot, the Rams rushed for more yards than the 49ers. The Rams rushed for 70 yards. Which isn't surprising. 
You know, Aaron Donald didn't even have a stat stuffing game. He didn't. But as a defensive tackle, you're going to have those type of games. You're going to have them type of games when you got to suck up double teams or eight. Aaron Donald, triple teams, you know. But when my linebacker, like, um, Redder, no, Reader, his name is Reader. Like, like if a linebacker, but, but whoever's behind that D, D tackle, Reader, he has six tackles, solos. So that tells a lot about the defensive line. But as we all seen, the last play of the game, defensive play of the game, Big 99 was right there, all in Jimmy G face, forcing him to throw that tur that turnover, interception, which that was that was that sealed the deal. That was the game right there. And when he did that, Aaron Donald reached and, and, and you know, pointing at his hand. Ring, ring. I need a ring. That's where he, you know, he's on his way to go get a ring. That last play was that was a big play, you know. So it, it was a tough game, and like I said, I take my hat off to the Rams because they stopped the run, and that was the main thing. That was the main thing, you know. And the game was it was an up and down game. Could have went either way. For the Rams, it wasn't so sweet the whole game, especially while they was being down. They was down seventeen to seven going into the fourth quarter. You know, it's like. It's, I was, I was around some Ram fans, and they was kind of like a little nervous. And I was like, you know, I ain't mad at you because 17 to 7 going into the fourth quarter. And then, you know, the, these dudes like to run the ball. It's like, yo, come on now. Like, we really, you know, we really got to pay attention because they can come out and, and run the ball all day. And and then, what we talking about then? then we, we might be talking about the 49ers. But instead, the 49ers really didn't. Do what I thought they did, you know, what they would do. Because they they didn't run the ball as effective as they usually do. And, you know, I'm not I'm not even surprised. I'm not surprised at all. And for the Frisco defense, they couldn't stop a nosebleed in that secondary. They couldn't. Matthew Stanford was having a field day. Slinging the rock. Cooper Cup. Um, OBJ. They both, both of them dudes boiled out. They both combined it for 20 Catches and 255 yards. Cooper Cubs scored two touchdowns. San Francisco, they couldn't stop neither one of them. Neither one of them. And I think it was that weak little zone. Like, I mean, they was in like a cover two at times. A lot of cover two and a lot of cover. Uh, hey, a lot of cover two, though. A lot of cover two. They couldn't stop them dudes, man. Stanford had a, a pretty good game. He was 31 and 45. He threw for 337 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Should have been two, but, hey, dude's in the sport. You know, he didn't exploit the opportunity. Hit him right in his hand. Boop. Hey, oh, well. And he had a QBR of 96.2. And he's leading, like, he's heading to the Super Bowl his first year out of Detroit in L.A. with the L.A. Rams. Come on now. First year? Like, come on, man. Like, this is why they drafted them. Not drafted. That's why they sent all their draft picks over there to Detroit and traded um, Jared Goff because of these type of reasons. Now, it's no, no job not done. But look at what Matthew Stanford is accomplishing. Look at what he already accomplished. And it's still, and we're still talking. It's still going. In his first season in L.A. In his first season in L.A. That's, that's, just, that's just great. You know? Even Matthew Stanford's fans, like, they, a majority of them are Lions fans, but... They repping for Matthew Stanford because they're happy for this dude. He's been over there in Detroit, haven't won nothing. No playoff game, no nothing. 
No nothing. So they happy for this dude, and I'm I'm, I'm pretty I'm happy for him too because he, he's a, he's been a baller since he stepped foot in the league. You know, I know I mentioned that Jimmy G outperformed Stanford in a previous game, but in a big game like this between the two, I take Matthew Stanford any day over Jimmy G every single time. With my eyes closed, eyes open, eyes crossed, it don't matter. You know what I mean? Matthew Stanford is gonna be that guy who's gonna step up in big games. Jimmy G. He has a history to throw into the other team when when the game is on the line. Jimmy G, he had a he had a decent solid game. Like, you know, it was a, it was a decent game. You know, he was 16 for 30, threw for 232 yards, had a QBR of 87.1. But on that last drive, he was one for six. You know, um, he threw an interception and a one delay game penalty. That tells a lot. That tells everything I need to know. He's an average quarterback. As I, as we all know, he's an average quarterback. He can win some games, but he's just an average quarterback. You know, for the San Francisco 49ers offensively, they didn't run the ball enough. They didn't reach that 29 to 30 runs per game like um, Kyle Shanahan has said previously in the, in, the, in the season. If they run 29 to 30 times, they more than likely to win the game. But they only ran the ball 19 times. And that was sharing from that's that's combined with four people running the ball. 19 times, that's not enough. And Frisco, they stopped giving Debo the ball. Why do you stop? Don't give, don't stop giving Debo the ball. Come on now. He had to get his. Like we seen what he was, we seen what he did during the game, even though he was on the sideline because the rounds put they bought, they could have had him. They sent him to the sideline for a little time. But you have to keep the ball in that guy's hand because he's your best player. He's your best player. So it, it ain't it ain't no way that you get the ball out of his hand. You know, like and I was like, wow, why they why they stop giving this dude the ball? What's the issue? What's the problem? You know? But hey, that that's 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 Cal Shanahan. That's Cal Shanahan. You know, then you got the like, come on now. You got one of, like, you didn't even utilize George Kittle at all. You didn't use him enough. None is playoffs. Really. None is playoffs. Not just in the NFC Championship game. None is playoffs. You know, if we all we all know that Jimmy G is not a slinger. So why not use a top tight end in the league? Top five tight end. Top three. Top five. One of the two in the league. Use that guy. They didn't use him enough. Yeah, he had a touchdown. But... He could have kept going to him. But, hey, we like we all talk about, you know, how good of an offensive coach Cal Shanahan is. But, shit, we still talk. Like, it's still coming down to his offensive, his, his scheme and his later in the game strategy and decisions. It's becoming embarrassing. It's, it's becoming inevitable because we done seen this happen before. That you'd rather lean on a Jimmy G or Matt Ryan instead of sticking to the strip, sticking to your style, exploring, exploring the opportunities. But I told y'all, Cal Shanahan and Jimmy G, it's up to them. And it's one of them. If both one of them going to fall, if not one of them, both of them. I really, hey, I don't want to hear, oh, Cal Shanahan, he's a, he's a great offense. Yes, he's a good offensive, uh, uh, offensive coach, offensive coordinator. But when it comes down to it, he choked every single time. He did it 
for, for the Falcons. He did it a couple years ago in the Super Bowl against Kansas City. And he just did it again in the NFC Championship against the Rams. Choke. He didn't, he didn't stick to his scheme, his style, his script. And he wanted to lean on Jimmy G. Hey, but congrats to my Rams, you know. My, I, dude, this is my second time seeing my Rams. <laughs> because I, I was about to say my city, you know. I'm from L.A., you know. I'm, I'm saying my city because I'm not. I'm going. I want the Rams to win. I'm going for the Rams, no doubt. You know, I'm from L.A. I'm on, I want to see that happen. I've never seen no type of team. Win no, not not no type of NFL team because you know my Lakers, but no NFL team win in LA. When I was living in LA, it wasn't even no LA football team until I moved. I guess they, I, can, I know I wasn't a problem. I know I wasn't a problem. <laughs> but yeah, congrats to the Rams. You know them guys. They've been building a championship team for a reason. You know, and now they're on their way to try to accomplish the thing that the big goal, and that's the big goal: the ring and the trophy. You know. But, yeah, um, that's it about the NFC Championship game. Y'all stay tuned with some more episodes part of Chicken. When I come back, we will be talking about the AFC Championship game. We'll talk about how Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, they, they dropped it. They, they dropped the bag, man. They could have been on their way to their third Super Bowl straight. But we'll talk about that when we get back. Hey, whoa. Stay tuned. Yo, 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 yo. We back with some more episodes for part of Chicken. And this right here. We're going to talk about the AFC Championship game. And this really blew my mind. Like, I'm like, wow. Like, how did this happen, man? AFC Championship game, like I said, the Kansas City Chiefs, they dropped the bag. And they allowed the young, hungry Cincinnati Bills team to come back and win in overtime. You know, in the first half, it, was, it looked at all good. It looked like, honestly, it looked it over in the first half. But, you know, y'all know the old saying, it's 0-0 at halftime. I tell my kids that all the time. The kids, I teach, I coach. I tell them, like, yo, it's zero zero at halftime. It's zero zero. We we done been in we done been in them battles, being down at halftime. But hey, it's zero zero at halftime. Well, it was a like it was a before even halftime. And I'm gonna tell you the play that caused. I feel like everything that happened in the second half was because of this play going into the second half. So here it is, the Kansas City Chiefs. They're up 21-10. When the Chiefs, they was in the goal line, five seconds left. But, you know, we, we of course we assuming, especially a team that's winning, we assuming a field goal, right? But instead, Patrick Mahomes decides to throw the ball to Tyree Flats in the hill, and in the flats. <laughs> you know, they, Tyree Hill in the flats. So instead of Patrick Mahomes deciding to throw the ball in the back of the end zone, try to make... You know, try to get a touchdown while you at it. Try, try to get a touchdown. Try to take a shot at the end zone. But instead, Tyree Hill goes to the flat. And it's two defenders right there. He got to beat two defenders. It's no timeouts. The Chiefs have no timeouts. I love me some Andy Reid. You know, old Eagle coach. But he didn't have no timeouts. So you, you decide to go for it. Instead of getting a field goal. And that's exactly what happened. And that play right there turned the whole game around. The whole game around. It was over after that. It was really over. Like, we didn't know at the time it was over after that. But it was over after that. Why not get the field goal? And that shift the game. Cincinnati went into the locker room, you know, with, with a little momentum. Even though they down 
right now that um 21 to 10. But enough momentum to come out and score 11 points in the third quarter. And keeping the Kansas City Chiefs scoreless. Both teams only kicked the field goal in the fourth quarter. Was led to OT. And I even, I blogged, I said, yo, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're in the same position they were, they were in a week ago against the Buffalo Bills. When everybody and their mama was talking about, they should change the OT rules. They should do this. The OT rules is not. Nah, come on now, really. You know, I'm not, I ain't even feed into it because I feel like Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, they showed you that it's possible. It's possible for your defense to get the ball back, to get a stop and get the ball back and, you know, let your offense do their thing. That's what happened. That's what happened. And now we're talking about the Bengals making it to the Super Bowl since 1989 instead of Andy Reid and the Chiefs making it to their third consecutive Super Bowl. Because of that defense, hey, they forced Patrick Mahomes to throw a turnover. And, you know, they offense get the ball, march up the field, kick a field goal. The same exact way that the Chiefs won a week ago, they lost that way. They lost that way. They got the ball back and gave it. They got the ball first, and they gave the ball back. Hey, it was it's possible. So all that, you know, changing OT rules, hey, y'all, we, don't, we don't need to hear it no more of that. We don't need to hear it no more. Because it's possible. Your defense play good, and the offense will get their shot. And all they had to do was kick a field goal. They didn't even have to score a touchdown. So when your defense get the ball back for you, and they make a stop in overtime, man, come on, man. The defense is told. It's obvious that the defense is making it easier for the offense. Go out there and do your thing. That's it. And like I said, now we're talking about Joe Burrow in his second year. His, his first full season, but really in his second season in the NFL, is going to the Super Bowl. It's going to the Super Bowl. And I'm happy for the Bengals. I, I Honestly, I wasn't going for the Bengals. I wasn't going for neither team, but I just really thought that the Chiefs was going to handle these two. And both of these teams, they played, they played against each other. They played against each other in the regular season. And it's something similar. It happened similar like this. It happened just like that. Like, it, it really did happen like that. It didn't go over to overtime and all that. But it happened like that when the Bengals came back and won the game in a crazy game. That game was crazy. You know what I mean? So, it's like, wow. Like, okay. And, and that's all I was saying. I'm like, yo, they, they can't allow these dudes to come back. They can't allow these dudes to come back because if they allow these dudes to come back, then we, we, we almost know what's going to happen. You know, we, we almost know what's going to happen because we've seen this happen before. The Bengals is a team that you cannot sleep on. Can't sleep on them. And that's what the Chiefs, that's exactly what the Chiefs did. That's what they did. Who's to blame? Well, I'm going to give the Bengals Patrick Mahomes. I know I was uh, all making videos and, you know, tweets and blogs saying that Patrick Mahomes is a top five quarterback. I, I, I'm still going to back him up on that because he's young. He's only in his fourth year of the season. I mean, fourth year of his career, third year starting. But come on now, like, all right, let's 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 really look at it. In that first half, Patrick Mahomes threw for 220 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, with a QBR of 149. 
That sound like the game is over, right? That sound like a game. That sound like a whole game. But in that second half, before he decided to throw it to Tyreek Hill in the flats instead of taking a shot at the end zone or or kicking a field goal, Patrick Mahomes came on in the second half, only threw 55 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, with a QB or low as 20, I mean as 12.3. That's terrible, man. And I was watching him run from back to that side, to that side, to that side. And trying to throw the ball, it wasn't working, man. The Bengals have a they have a pretty solid pass rush. It happened in the first half, but it wasn't happening no more. It wasn't no time for that. And then in the second half, you don't go to Tyreek Hill like you did in the first half. Terrible. Even Kelsey. So Andy Reid, he's responsible for this too because of not kicking that field goal. You kick that field goal. Come on now. Now the game is 24 to 10 going into halftime. Like, like, really though, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm almost surprised because Andy Reid, like, he's one of the best coaches in the league. But I've experienced some things, some bad times with Andy Reid while he was a coach in Philly. Real talk, they gave the game away. They gave it away. They gave it right away, and it was terrible. And the, the, the cold part about it is, you know, we always questioning Kansas City defense. They defense showed up. They played pretty well until overtime. When they gave that ball back, it's like they knew it was over. They knew it was over. They they just gave up. I, I just seen it. The body language showed it. They didn't get no stops. They didn't look like they thought they could even stop somebody. They did, but for the, for, for the most part, they did a pretty good job in the game. The defense. But Joe Burrow, let's talk about that baller. That guy's a baller. You know, they, with some young other ballers around him. Jamar, I mean, um, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, all showed up. They awesome ballers, man. Those are some ballers right there, bro. Man, that's super, the Super Bowl is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to talk. We're going to talk more about the Super Bowl when it get close to the Super Bowl. Y'all will hear back from, you know, A1-Dub when it get close to the Super Bowl. But it's going to be a really good Super Bowl. And I'm just, we just gonna, we gonna let the moment seek in right now. We ain't gonna get too deep into it, but we gonna let the moment seek in that the Rams will be facing the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. That's what we gonna be looking at. All right. But this is, and let me tell y'all something. In, in this game, it's, it shows you that the end of the AFC, as far as court, like the quarterbacks is gonna take over in the AFC. Because, like, the AFC is about to take off because of the, these quarterbacks. The, the Patrick Mahomes, the Joe Burrows, you know, the Lamar Jacksons. And I can keep going. The Josh Allens. The, man, these dudes are some ballers. That's They they are strong over there at the quarterback position. So, we're going to see a lot of these showdowns. And I know a lot of people say, well, you know, when, when Patrick Mahomes faced – when Patrick Mahomes faced – um, Josh Allen a few weeks ago, and everybody was saying, yo, 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 well, we think that this is the new, this is the new Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. No, that was the new Tom Brady and Peyton Manning right there. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. That's the new Tom Brady and Peyton Manning right there. Then you want to bring in Josh Allen. If you ask me, Josh Allen will be the Ben Rossenberger. That's who Josh Allen would be. He'd be the Ben Rossenberg because, hey, let's not forget, Big Ben was a joint. Big Ben did his thing. Big Ben won young, too. 
My brother said he top five. You know, everybody, you know, everybody has an opinion. But my brother said he's top five. So let's, you know, let's not sleep on it. Let's not sleep on it at all. You know? But yo, um, man, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm excited about that. I'm excited, I'm excited about the Super Bowl. And um, we gotta talk about the guy that we know that won a lot of Super Bowls. That's used to winning Super Bowls. And I think y'all know who that is, man. And we'll be catching up and talk about the GOAT when we get back. Hey, one. Yo, yo, we back with some more. Everyone's worst politics. The recipe's Tupac, man. No, the GOAT. Now, let's get, let's talk about, we, we, you ain't never seen, look, I, like, I love this saying, say, man, you ain't never seen a GOAT by itself. You always see a GOAT surrounded by GOATs. So, it's other GOATs. There's other goals. So Tom Brady is one of those goals. He's one of those goals. He's one of those goals that touched the field. No doubt. We all know it. But Tom Brady, after 22 years, 22 seasons in the NFL, Tom Brady finally decided to retire. Finally. And I'm not I'm not mad at him because a lot of people was mad at me because I I tweeted. I said, look. Tom Brady should retire. If I'm Tom Brady, I'm retiring. I just, it was just something that, and everybody on my post, hey man, what you mean retiring, man? He's still one of the best. He's still on top of his game. He's still, you know, top three. Why would he do that, yo? Why not go out on top? Go out on top. You don't want to go out losing. Go out on top. And Tom Brady said, I like how, you know, I like how it ended. Not losing, but, you know, he liked how, you know, he, he like he he liked his chances. He lost to the Rams, who's I I think who's gonna be the Super Bowl champions. That's a young Rams team right there. You know, so why not? You know, then he got his family. When the man started talking about his family and his kids and spending time, because that's how kids spell love. T I M E. So when we start talking about that, that's the same with wifey. She spelled it T I M E too. It comes down to that, yo. It makes it easy. It makes it helps the decision to make it easy. And then his wife, you know, we always bring in the light. You know, they always mention her. But I'm, I'm sure she's really supportive. But come on now. 22 years, Tom. 22. Last time, look, last time, Tom. Like when he wasn't in the league. Come on now. They said Mac Jones, Mac Jones was one years old. LeBron James was still in high school. The Rams won a Super Bowl. Like, come on, man. Like, it's been that long. It's been that long. You know what I mean? It, it, it wasn't no iPhones, no iPads. They was on Nokia's. They was talking on the Nokia phones. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now we're talking 22 seasons later. Seven Super Bowls. 85. 4,520 passing yards. 624 thrown touchdowns. That's what I'm even talking about the running touchdowns. 7,263 completed passes. All that with only two teams. Two teams. And we all know that Tom Brady was a Patriot for 20 years. And they should make him, they should make him the logo. <laughs> you know, they should make him their logo. Team mascot, so I don't know. But the crazy part is, he, he spent two years in Tampa. 
It's, it feel like he did just as much as the same for the organization. Because Tampa was going to be booboo for another 20 years. They was, they was going to keep seeking for another 20 years. Let's be honest. If Tom Brady never went to Tampa, they was going to keep seeking. Real talk. So he came back and did something for them. Won the Super Bowl. Won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So it's like, come on now. Tom Brady is one of the best leaders that we ever seen in sports. I'm t- all sports. I'm not just talking about football. All sports. Tom Brady is one of the, like, he's a, but like, come on. He's so, ins- like, he inspired a lot of people. Like, he was the last quarterback taken in that draft. He didn't have no hope. So, he's so motivated and enthusiastic when he's out on the, like, come on, man. He's a winner. When you hear about dudes talking about playing with Tom Brady, I just heard about Shady McCoy while he was on I Am Athlete, man. Shout out to I Am Athlete. That's a hell of a show. But we just heard about that. You know, we just heard about him, you know, playing with it. Like, come on. And he was saying, yo, man, Tom Brady is totally different. He's just a different guy. He's a different, like, he, how he prep is different. It's just everything is, is different for him. You know, he, he really pushes, like, he pushes the envelope. That's why he's Tom Brady. That's why he's Tom Brady. So it's like, yo, this dude is phenomenal. And it really hurt to see him go, but it's good to see him go on a good note. It's good to see him go on a good note. He just, he's coming off and of winning the Super Bowl a year ago. You know what I mean? So we talking GOAT right now. One of the GOATs. Hey, I'm tomorrow, like 22 years. I'm 30. I'm 30. I was eight years old when Tom Brady first entered the league. I remember him beating the Rams. I'm like, yo, I've been, I'm like, when I say I've been doing this for a long time, I've been doing this for a long time, sports politicking for a long time. I was in the fifth grade talking to one of my teachers, yo, man, how can the Patriots really be? And I was, I was going for the Rams. I was going for the Rams because I, I liked it. I didn't even have a team then. I didn't have a team, but I liked the Marshall Falk. I liked it, um, Tory Holt, um, I liked it, Isaac Cruz, um, Fletcher, Little, like, I, I liked the Rams, I liked it, their team, so, and I was like, yo, there's no way that the Patriots are going to beat them, and I'm, I'm, I'm to my fifth grade, I'm talking about this, <laughs> there's no way, and next thing you know, I'm looking at the game, I said, whoa, this dude is playing crazy. They was just all over. Like, you know Tom Brady, he, he played the big part. Tom Brady, yeah, they had some good defenses, but Tom Brady was that guy, you know. But I was like, damn, like, really? Then he did, they did that to the Rams, that, all that talent that was on that Rams. I said, whoa, whoa, who is this dude? He's not, because we're going into the game. I, I knew he wasn't better than Kurt Warner. You know, going into the game, he wasn't better than Kurt Warner. Like, how? And that was crazy. Or, or you know, like, it was, it was wild. Kurt Warner had to be playing. It wasn't Mark Bosa. I think it was Kurt Warner. But either way, I was saying that he wasn't better than the quarterback that was playing for the Rams. And look who I'm talking about now. 22 seasons. Seven Super Bowls. He got more rings than Jordan have in the NBA. Let's talk about it. Tom Brady, man, thank you for what you did to the league. For the league, <laughs> to the league, because he, he demolished the league, demolished, and dudes are not on his level. Y'all talk about that. The only dudes you can, you can, 
Payne Manning, you can throw Payne Manning in there because, you know, it's Payne Manning in there. But y'all talking about the Aaron Rodgers and all that. And no, don't do it. Don't do it. That dude's different. That dude is a different animal. Believe that. Thank you, TB12, for everything you did for the game. And that's for Made One Sports Politics. And that's like, that's, that's from the heart of the game, the passion for the game. You know what I mean? Because, man, I don't know. Like, we can look at the NFL. Like, we don't know where the NFL will be at without Tom Brady. That real talk. But it, it's good. Like, and he, he ended the era. There's no more Big Ben. There's no more um, Breeze and the Phillip Rivers and um, who else? Um, Big Ben and Payne Manning's, like, Eli Manning's. Like, that whole little, that's over. It's over. It's really over. It's like we turn the page now to these young bucks who I just finished talking about not too long ago. Josh Allen's and the Patrick Mahomes and the um, Joe Burrows. And come on, it's a lot of them. They, but next up. And they saying Joe Burrow is the next Tom Brady. I don't know. We're going to see about that. We're going to see about that. He playing against the Rams. Oh, no. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? But. I just, you know, I just want to take the time out to thank Tom Brady. And um, it was great watching him, you know, crafting, being great at his craft. And it's inspiring to, to feel like, you know, nobody believed in you when you just come and boom, now you all over the place. You are who they talk about, who they wish to be, Tom Brady.